0: and our purpose is to give the lamp and light to all. Yesterday in our question and answer series, we were discussing the baptism of the Ethiopian eunuch in Acts chapter 8, verse 36. Let's continue with that today. Now, here's our teacher and pastor, Dr. Andy Bloom. The Bible
1: In verse 36,
2: and as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, well, here's water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? Now, I I like that because earlier
1: when the Lord pointed out this Ethiopian eunuch was riding in his chariot, with his other soldiers around him. And as they're going back to Ethiopia, God points a man out. And I tell you what, Philip runs to catch up with him. We're told he runs. And so he realized the importance of a soul, especially when God's pointed that soul out to them. That soul needed the gospel. And by the way, if God lays a soul on your heart or somebody you see and you say, man, that person can't be saved. Then God showed that person to you. And so why not just you on your part make that person an object of prayer, meet them, get to know them, make them an object of prayer and first give them salvation track and then offer the gospel to him verbally. But uh, do it uh, and keep it in prayer and don't give up on a lost soul. So they go on and they see. And
2: he says, here, I mean, it's the Ethiopian, oh, Ethiopian eunuch saying, here's water. What does hinder me to be baptized? Now, notice what Philip said. He said, if thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Other words, he had placed his faith in Jesus Christ. He believed that Christ died
1: for his sins and rose from the dead. That Isaiah fifty three, which is about Jesus. Now when this is something I'm inserting right now when I was in Israel, there at least eight different times, but I remember talking to one of my guides over there because he would tell different things about each place we would go to each biblical place he'd talk talk about the customs and so forth and then i'd teach a bible truth from that passage that dealt with the place where we were but he, he said he believed that isaiah 53 isaiah 22 about the cross they were both talking about jesus christ and he said a man would just have to be ignorant not to see that or to deny that, he's because he doesn't want to believe it. And of course, I witnessed to the man, he did not get saved. He says, I believe that this speaks of Jesus, I believe all these things about Jesus. But he said, I don't believe that he was God come in the flesh. Now, at least he understood that, and so that's what you're seeing here. He said, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. This Ethiopian is a eunuch,
2: and he's believing. This is the Son of God, making him equal with God. And so, says in verse 38, And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. Now, notice the place of baptism. It was not in a church building. Nor was it during a church service,
1: maybe an outdoor service by a a stream somewhere. No, it wasn't an outdoor church service. Keep in mind, this Ethiopian eunuch was going back to Ethiopian. What he had with him was not a bunch of church members. He had
2: a bunch of the soldiers that were going back with him. He's reading Isaiah 53 and it's convicting his heart. And so as...
1: They're going, the only guy that's going there, that that's Philip that goes there and catches up with them and talks to them and leads him to Jesus Christ as explains those scriptures to him. And, boy, what a great thing that is. But as far as that organized church, there's not an organized church there where they see that water. It's just people, and there are probably most of those people around them may
2: be unsaved. But Philip takes the Ethiopian eunuch. Down there to be saved and get saved. Now we often hear of
1: some of the things that happened where 5,000 got saved here, you know, or 3,000 there.
2: And that's, that's good. But you know, a lot of times we, we miss something. You remember at Pentecost and all of those that were saved and added to the church. Over 3,000 and that number just kept increasing to a great multitude. And yet we hear of the great uh, things that might have happened for a short bit of time, but then it faded. But actually a longer enduring gospel witness (laughs) was in Ethiopia. And many believe it was
1: this man going back studying the scriptures and, and being used of God to get the gospel in Ethiopia. And for a while, Ethiopia had that testimony for Christ a lot longer than they did back in Jerusalem and and some of the other parts of the early churches.
2: So just an interesting thing to add to this that we're, we're looking at as we're reading through it. Well, going on here, so he was baptized that day whether there were church members or just people standing around, he was identifying with Christ. When one is getting baptized, they are identifying with Jesus Christ as a testimony to the world. They believed on Christ. They believed in him as Lord and Savior. And they are identifying with him by baptism, by immersion in water, which would symbolize his death, dying on the cross,
1: and then coming up out of the water, his resurrection for the dead, and being in water, symbolizing the cleansing power of the blood of Jesus Christ
2: and of his death, burial, and resurrection. At first, the Jews of that day persecuted people, for being baptized in water. The Roman Catholic Church would hold those people that were getting baptized
1: because, you see, the Roman Catholic Church was teaching, if you got baptized in a Roman Catholic Church, then uh, at birth, then you didn't ever have to be baptized again, that you were going to heaven because that was just some kind of a thing that set you apart to be going to heaven. And, of course, a lot of them would have said, well, if you killed somebody, then you would lose that salvation. Boy, aren't you glad that our Savior keeps our salvation for us? Now, he may take us home to heaven early, but he certainly won't take away our salvation from us. But, nonetheless, as we look at it, they were burying them in the water while they're still alive, drowning them, some of them. Early, even the Roman Catholic baptized babies by immersion. Because they went by what the word meant and what took place in the days of Jesus and so forth and down through time. But when they had babies start drowning in that water, they
2: decided to go to sprinkling. And so that's what happened as a result of that. So they're baptized underwater.
1: And that they gave them that name of Anabaptists, which meant
2: rebaptizers. They too were put to death if they got caught. If service was going on and they caught if they had soldiers and so forth come in and just hold them underwater till they died. For different reasons, the communists in Russia and Islamic
1: countries have done that even into this present day. I mean, I can remember back in the 70s of a, a man that had been a kbg officer and he got saved but he gave his testimony of holding those people underwater and so forth and killing the preacher there and they plant, found the baptism and even to the point they feared him like crazy and i think his name was Sergei kortikov but he got saved and then the, he went to canada of course Thought to save his life, but they sent out secret service people of their own that uh, made sure that his life ended soon. The main thing I want you to see though in all of that is that baptism follows salvation. Baptism does not save your soul. When you received Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, you became as saved as you ever
2: Will be. One needs uh, to look only to the thief on the cross to see that a person there was saved. That thief on the
1: cross, Jesus said, Today thou be with me in paradise. He says, Remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. That thief knew that was the Son of God and he was calling on him because he knew that his body was going to die, but he was, he knew his so would continue to live, and he's
2: calling on for salvation and that thief on the cross he was never baptized, he never belonged to a local church <laughs> he, uh, he He knew very little of anything
1: about the Bible, but it was the witness of Christ there, seeing him and hearing him and knowing this indeed is the Christ, the Son of God. He knew that, and he received him there while on the cross. Now, he didn't get baptized afterwards, but Jesus said, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. That's why I said, Salvation is what saves you. The salvation of Christ through his blood, that is the repentance and faith in the shed blood of Jesus Christ, you receive him and you get saved, but it is definitely not
2: through any other means or way that you get saved. Getting baptized won't save you. Join the Baptist
1: church or any other church won't save you. It won't save you that you do a bunch of good works.
2: And, and by the way, let me just add something. Doing bad things
1: then all of a sudden you do some good things for the church. does not offset the bad things, the failure in obedience to the Lord, things that you're not doing you're supposed to be doing. This is your radio pastor, Pastor Andy Bloom, saying, May the Word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway today.
0: We want to thank you for listening to the Lamp and Light broadcast. If you would like a CD copy of today's message by Dr. Bloom, send us your name, mailing address and include the radio station by which you are listening and the date of the broadcast. We would appreciate a gift of $5 to Lamp and Light Broadcast, 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, Ocala, Florida 34471. You may also visit us on the website and freely download the sermons by clicking on the sermon library. That website is www.lampandlight.org centralbaptistocala.org Again, the address for the Lamp and Light broadcast is 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue OCALA, Florida 34471 And again, our website is www.centralbaptistocala.org This is your announcer Gary Neron saying May God's peace be with all that are in Christ Jesus. So the hills may
1: tumble, it will firmly stand when the earth shall crumble. I will plant my feet
2: on its firm foundation for the Bible stands. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation for the Bible.